Welcome to www.killthatnoise.com. I'm your boy, the Cameron McMahon. I got my man, Joe Sun, with me. Yes, and today, we have the pleasure of being with us. USC grad transfer, UNC Tar Heel, yeah. Khalil Rogers. Man, glad to have you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right, Khalil. Now, we know you're a graduate from USC. Um, yeah. You decided to transfer. Uh, you were kind of stuck between two schools, North Carolina and Iowa State. Yeah. Walk, walk, walk us through the process. What made you choose North Carolina? Uh, I, I think, well, well, for one thing, with North Carolina, uh, it was probably just how close it was to home compared to Iowa State, right. you know. Um, even, like, taking that whole matter and, and looking back at it, it just – I know when I – when I originally came in into to the recruiting process in high school, um, I had offers from everywhere, you know, all right. the big time schools, all the small town schools, and I eventually picked a big time school, you know. So right. this time around, I, I didn't want to go that route, you know. I wanted to pick the right. school that was exactly for me, whether it was bigger or not. And right. um, North Carolina and Iowa State kind of fit that 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 type deal, you know. They're not that much big as compared to USC or another name right. like that. You know? Right. Um, but I just, I felt like, um, North Carolina was a school that just fit perfect for me. It was what 50 minute flight from home. Uh, I was making trips back and forth to home. It was just closer, man. I, you know, I have a, a child as well. So okay. it was just a, a good fit for me, man. And then also to add on the coaching staff that was there, mm -hmm. coach Fedora, coach cap, um, and then a few uh, coaches that I had that I've had previously before at USC, they were also there, you know, so I just felt like it was a great fit for me, you know, and. I think the only really deciding factor over Iowa State was just how close it was at home. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So, so be, being that, if I'm not mistaken, I read that you played high school ball in Maryland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and you said you have a son, and, and that's who benefited the most from it, we know, you know, and always big ups to that for being a father and taking that into consideration. Yes. Um, yeah. what, what did kind of say, so how did, how did that – feel for your family to actually be able to show up to some games if need be rather I mean, than flying it, across it, it meant the world to me this year you know i mean when i was at usc my parents had only been to two games they've been to two games right. showing uh and i did a whole four years there and they only been to two right. games so it was kind of a struggle so uh just being at unc 50 minute flight you know uh they'll, they'll probably drive down you know they probably seen about eight or eight or nine games this year. Yeah, you know, including my my son being there as well to see me play. You know, my son and my parents actually came to my senior night. You know, oh, that yeah. meant the world to me because that was something that I wanted them to be a part of. You know, so absolutely, it, it, it's been a blessing to have my family there and watch me play. Okay, now the big question I feel that that needs to be addressed that I feel everybody wants to know it's uh it's about you retiring. Um, yeah. Can you walk us through the process? I think I read on Facebook that you said health was a big issue or the health that comes first. Can you walk us through the process? What led you uh, to, to, to retiring? I'd probably say in my, my statement, I, I kept them as general as possible just to defer right. a lot of attention from different media sites and reporters, you mm -hmm. know. And I, I wouldn't say it was so much even to the littlest extent of being like a health health reason why. I mean, I just stated as that's everybody's worries and, and concerns right. with the latest game is yet. Absolutely. Obviously. Whether you're making millions of bucks or you're just playing at a collegiate level. I mean, health is always important. So I didn't want to put it 
all on my health. Like it, it never was that. I never tried to, to put it as that. Um, but I felt as though something to try, try to, you know. But right. for me, it was just I was just stating all aspects, you know, of what I wanted to do in my to, um, the next step of my life, you know. And but at that time in my life, man, it, it was pretty a dark moment for me, you know. Uh, people don't understand like being a student athlete, man. It's a lot, you know. Exactly, it, it, it yes. really is a lot. And uh, the trials and tribulations that I went through at USC, you know. It kind of carried over to when I got to North Carolina, you know, uh, transitioning and having a new team and, and dealing with issues at home. You know, it can be mm-hmm. hard at sometimes, you know, and me trying to juggle all that at once. You know, I feel like during at that moment, uh, I was at the darkest time of my life, you know, and I'm actually releasing a letter uh, to the Tar Hill family, you know, in about a couple of days just to express awesome. what was really going on, you know, and, and that time my moment was just a, a very low time, you know, and. And I'm okay with that, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm human. And right, I can go and play in front of 100,000 fans, you know, and still come home and deal with the same problems that, that them fans may be doing on, on, on their own, you know. Exactly. So um, at that moment of retirement, man, I, I feel like it was an ill-advised uh, choice that I made. Um, and I felt like I, I moved too fast on it, you know. Uh, I was dealing with some problems at home. And um, mm-hmm. I just felt like at the time, football wasn't important at that moment, right. you know, gotcha. but soon, as soon as I get home, you know, and being away from football for so, like, maybe a few days, it just crushed me because it actually, like, really, like, hit me, like, dang, like, your life is football, you know, right. you can't right. just leave something that you love, you know, that you've been playing since the age of six, and you just up and leave, and now it's like your heart's going, like, you don't know, you don't know what to do with you, like, I'm waking up in the morning, <laughs> like, dang, like, right. I don't know what to do, you know, because yeah. yeah. my whole life has been dedicated to football. So I look at it as a tough time in my life, but also as the biggest lesson in my life, you know, um, being able just to understand my situation and talk to my coaches and my dad, you know, and finally get to come back, you know. And the first thing I, I did, you know, when I came back is I told my head coach that I wanted to talk to the team before I even put any pads on, you know. Right. My team, respect. You know, That's respect. Yeah, be a man yes, and, and let them know that no matter what you're going through, you can't let a certain situation define the rest of what you got going on, you know? Absolutely. And I wanted to make that clear with them and, and let them know that I was 100% <laughs> next. But um, that, that time in my life of my retirement, though, was definitely the biggest learning, learning uh, experience for me, you know? Right. Uh, like I said, everybody goes through something, you know? And it's just all how you, how you deal with it. And like I said, this would be a lesson for me, for my child growing up. Like, this is something that I can I can use to let other people know, like, certain situations that's going on in your life, you can always look past it. And yes, sir. Forward yes, sir. Way. Absolutely. Man, definitely appreciate that, that explanation. You know, I know a lot of people wondered about those things. Yeah. And you, did, you mentioned uh, about the respect that you had for your team. Uh, to be able to do those things. Right. So, yeah. and, and I know, you know, the season didn't go as ex- expected, you know. Yeah. So I want to know, like, what was it that kept the motivation, you know, for the team to finish strong? We know uh, you played Miami in a good game, played them yeah. close, you know, and then, but ultimately, lead. what motivation ultimately led to winning two in a row and uh, the first home victory against uh, Western Carolina? Like, what was it that kept that, motivation regardless I mean, of how the season just, was going. I just I just think, man, it's just all about like playing for your brother, man. It's I was dealing with a team who was who was 
who's just young, you know, and, you know, I've been there, done that. I played in front of a million fans, you know, and had those big time game moments. And it just had a team, you know, that, that were young, you know, and they, they haven't really experienced right. certain situations. So I can really understand, you know, but I know for me personally, what I did is just try to gather everybody up around me and say, you know what, we can, we can ball just like they ball and like, we can ball better. Right. Than them, you know? Absolutely. So, I think you just had to pick each other up, you know, pick each other, your brothers. These are the guys that you, you train with. You I mean, you go on trips with, you do everything with. So I just felt like if we all just came closer as brothers, no matter what, how the season is going, a victory is a victory. You feel me? It, that's right. how it is, you know? So I just felt like that probably what got us through the season and got those the wins that we had, you know, just sticking together and being each other's brother. Right. Definitely. So, so I know a lot of coaches uh, – especially Coach Fedora, they pointed out a lot of times about the senior leadership that stood out on that North Carolina team. And we know throughout the season, the seniors were banged up quite a bit. Uh, Pro was out with broken clavicle. You delayed surgery uh, to play. Uh, Cam Dillard, uh, you know, returned with a broken hand. Just to name a few, Spain, Donnie Miles, Andre Smith, you know, a bunch of things are going on. But what message throughout all this injuries and battling people choosing to play do you hope uh as a senior going out that the the people under you could take from this what and, and move forward in this program it probably just man just like i said before me you just got to fight for your brother you know it's just we all went through our our injuries during the season it was just like this is our last go around we got to give it give it our all like we can't let y'all down because we don't want y'all in our position and you letting letting get the younger ones down you know so right, right. Um, we just try to be the utmost, like, respectful, um, hardworking men that we could as seniors, man, just to show them, like, this is the way, this is the car here way. Even though, you know, grad transfers like me, Brandon Harris, and Cam Dillard just came on board, yeah. but we, we bought into what Coach Fedora was trying to preach, you know, and being a hardworking dude, no matter what the situation is, just keep going right. out there fighting. And you're the underdog against Miami. You keep going out there fighting. Definitely. You know? Against Pittsburgh, you fight. You know, no matter what team it was, you just go out there and fight. Right. And uh, that's what I hope to leave the younger guys to just fighting for your brother, man, and never giving up because that's what all of it really, really matters. And if you look at the top teams around the country, like Alabama, Ohio State, and them guys, them dudes have a brotherhood. Like, they fight for their brothers. Definitely. You know? So that's that's definitely thing. one thing I, I, I will sure leave with them, you know, leaving out. Right. Now, I, I, let me ask you this. Uh, going back to the retirement question, um, I feel it, let, I'm going to put myself in the in the shoes of a general manager, of an owner, of a coach. Uh, if I'm going to take a chance on you, what do you have to tell me? How can I, wh- what are you going to tell me to ensure that you're 100% committed to me, to, to my organization if I draft you? Well, I just know 100% like I've been playing this game since I was six, you know. Like, right. okay. this, this is something that's been a part of my life, you know. And, again, I'm human. Like, everybody goes through a certain situation. And I guarantee you that GM has somebody on that team that went through a similar situation or even worse situation that involved, you know, police and, and, and all different types of things, you know. Right. But I just know what type of guy I am. And my name ring bells when it comes to hard work, you know. That's, that, that's the type of person I am. Like, I've never been the one to slouch. Never been the one to, to, to give up and on the field, you know. I've always been a hardworking dude and, and gave all I got. And if they don't want to take a chance on me, I mean, respectively, that's on them, you know. 
But I know what I bring to the table, and, I, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good player, a real good player, you know. Okay. And um, man, I, you, you, you take a pick on me. I'm gonna just, it's, no, it's really no more talking. I just gotta show you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, I mean, definitely. You know, I mean, but even like, if, 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 if I would go deeper into it, you know, I mean, I look at my situation is, is, I can see as, what they would come off as alarming and. And okay, it's a retirement, but I also look at it as like, man, like it's a lot of people out here doing some wild, crazy things, you know, getting in trouble, yep. assaults and all that. And for my five years band in college football, like my plate's been clean through the whole deal. Right. You know, I've never Absolutely. been never been caught with drugs, never been reprimanded in any type of way, always handled myself with respect to everybody right. I've ever met, you know. Even even transferring from USC, I, they still say nothing but good things about me, you know. I still, I just yeah. talked to Coach Helton not too long ago. I'm actually um, doing the USC Pro Day as well. You know, I, I never left off a bad foot over there. That's awesome, man. Yes, sir. You know, I, that's just how I am. So I know for sure that a GM is going to ask that question to me. And um, and I know he's going to do his homework. And he's going to get back that, hey, he's, he's still a hardworking kid. And that dude will fight his, his butt off for you. Yeah, let, let me say this before he goes to the next question. I respect the decision, especially in the light of all these suicides and things that's going on here, yeah. and even in our sport, you know. Right. So I respect the decision and the time to take that you need to prepare you mentally to to go to the next place. So right. yeah. that's respect, man. Yes, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's a, if you see today, man, it's, it's a lot of things going on with college athletes that's we really sweep under the rug, you know, and and that's that's where I was at for that. I mean, I released a statement. And I try to sweep things under under the rug, you know, just to defer the attention that we don't really want, you know. But I mean, just for for instance, the, the Washington State dude, you know, yeah. I mean, all, all respect and all fairness to his family, but that that kid was probably with dealing, dealing with something that probably is at my at my situation was was way lighter, you know. Right. I was dealing with something that was really really like disastrous and was 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 really like hurting me and obviously he took that route but you never know what what goes on with these college students you know because we go through so much man especially being exactly. a college athlete exactly. we go through definitely. so much and it's swept under the rug and people don't really know definitely definitely, definitely. now what are you doing physically and mentally now to prepare for for, for the combine and for the draft man I, i'm grind, i'm grinding i'm grinding i'm grinding <laughs> This is about my my third week. I've been at it uh, every day. Uh, I came in at like three hundred and thirty pounds, man. I'm down to three hundred and twelve. Okay. Uh, Work. My first, yes, sir. My first, my first pro day is March twenty first um, at USC. So I'm planning on getting down to three hundred. Just getting getting the healthiest, the best Khalil Rogers you can think of, man. Just mentally, spiritually, physically. Man, I'm lifting my butt off. No doubt. Room. No doubt. You know, um, I'm just enjoying. I'm, I'm really enjoying the time right now. You know, uh, I, I've I've done a lot in college. You know, and having my degree, you know, it's yeah. kind of cool just to sit back and, and just wake up. And the only thing you got to worry about is football right now. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Taking Definitely. care of your body, man. It's such a blessing. So, I wake up every day with high spirits, ready to grind, man. I, it's it's weird, man. I go to the track and I'm like. Anxious to run on the track. <laughs> never happened for alignment, man. Like, never, never. I'm just anxious, you know. So every day, man, I'm wake. I'm waking up thankful just to go out there and grind and put in more work and more work because when I go to those pro days, man, I just want to prove people like, man, he's the real deal. Right. Uh, 
I wanted to prove to all these scouts, like, he's the real deal, like, everything, man. I just wanted to go – I just want to go in there and confident knowing I put the work in. Exactly. So so we know, moving into the pro that you say you haven't won at USC, we know at USC you spent some time uh, playing between center and guard. Yeah. But particularly there was one season that you were moved to the other side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so talk to me. Let, let us know what kind of benefits you think did they give you at – and, or advantages uh, going into these pro days or how it helped you on the field, being able to do both, see both sides? Uh, I only I only played the, the one side for one game, but I, I did training camp on the, on the defensive side as well. Um, but I, I really think it really helped my game a lot just because uh, I kind of have the whole offensive schemes down packed and all the combination blocks and who you ID in as Mike and all that. But just uh -huh. to get it um, – a defensive perspective of what gaps they hold and and all that it was really amazing for me because it, it really opened my eyes of how they really defend man it's, it's crazy and but i think as, as especially for me probably seeing myself as a center in the league it helps me out tremendously man because it's right. it's a lot of things that i didn't think how a defensive lineman would think you know right and right. uh that helped that helped me a lot you know it really yeah helped me. yeah <laughs> So let me ask you: If if a GM comes to you and say, hey, "I want you, I want, I want to draft you, but I want to put you at defensive tackle," would you would you be willing to take on that challenge? No doubt, man. I mean, at the end of the day, man, Miles got to get fed, man. Yeah. got to get fed. <laughs> so I gotta take, I gotta take whatever opportunity comes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let me ask you: What's your personal goals that you taking in? To now with this training, and say, "This is what I need to work on, and this is what I want to go out." at these pro days and, and show that I can do that probably with some questions coming. Well, well, I know physically was, was my weight, you know, at a playing weight. And uh, my goal is to play at, at 300 even. I want to play at 300 pounds. I felt um, that was my best. I felt I was the best when I was at 300, mm. 300 pounds. Um, so that's one of my main goals, and which I'm, I'm almost completing now. But other than that, you know, um, just maintaining uh, the smartness, you know, whiteboard, mm -hmm. keeping that clean up there, you know. Also, man, just keep on gaining, gaining relationships, man, and never, never like burning bridges, man. Whoever you meet, that's that's kind of been my thing for this year, man. It just yes, sir. It's just something that's always been taught to me, but I'm taking it to the next level. So, any and every person I meet, you never know who they know. You know, they their yeah. next door neighbor might be a scout or. Absolutely. A DM, you just never know, man. So I just take it where everybody with full respect and everybody who I meet, you know, that's probably like one of the things outside of football, but also it can it can lead into football, you know. Right. Uh, things that are my goals is just giving everybody respect and treating them well, you know. But other than that, man, it's just being healthy for pro day and, and, yeah. get, and putting the numbers up, man. And, <laughs> and it goes from there. Right now, playing uh, being that you played at USC, uh, you, I'm assuming you're, you're the guy at California. You, you sh you're the one showing those guys around. When you're not yeah. training with them, when you're not getting ready for the draft, what are you doing to keep to keep busy? What do you, what do you enjoy doing? So uh, I, we go to this guy, uh, Doctor Manessa. Uh, mm. This guy gets your body right, like massages, <laughs> like the whole nine, man. He gets your body right, like. Cracking your back, you know. Um, we I visit him at least like four, four or five times a week, man. Uh, Cause usually we we'll wake up at like six in the morning. And we won't get done till around like 
one thirty to o'clock. So okay. after that, you're pretty tired. You want to come home, rest, mm-hmm. you know, see my son a little bit. And then by the time that is, it's probably about like six or seven o'clock. So after that, I go shoot to him and he get my body right, man. That's, re- that's yes, pretty sir. much what it is, man. It's no, like I'm I'm pretty much older now, man. I, I'm not really into the whole partying deal or right. anything. Right. Those guys are not either. So it's like, we're kind of like all business right now, man. Right. So when we have our off times, you either resting, talking to the fam. Or you gonna see Doctor Manessa getting your body right? <laughs> you, you, when you get out, if I come out here, man, I gotta take y'all to him and get your body. Shouts right. out to the doc. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. <laughs> yep. Now, obviously, we went through your Twitter. Uh, I found out that that you're an Eagles fan, so yeah, I, I I need a score prediction. What you got, man? I want to say it's it's, it's gonna be. I want to say 28 to 21, man. 28, 21. 28, 21. There it is. But it's, it's going to be like tied to like the fourth. Okay. What's the key? What's the key? Being that you you play it, let me let me see where your coach is minded. What, what do the Eagles have to do coming in? Whose defense who defense lasts long, last longer is, is going to win the game. And I, I personally think Eagles defense is going to last. Right. I mean, the efficiency down the line. All year, their D line, the whole defense has been amazing, you know, and mm-hmm. that's kind of been the fall for teams the past few games playing them. Is they really can't sustain beating that defense up like they yeah. can, you know, and they eventually pull it out for the Eagles. So I feel like the Eagles D coming there and lock things down is going is going to make things free and open for, you know. Our yeah. guys do our thing on offense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So it's going to be. I mean. Don't get me wrong, man. Tom Brady is the GOAT. He is the GOAT. It seems like he always finds a way, man. And yeah. just but uh I mean I actually was in tears, man, the last time they played. I think it was 2004, man. I'm <laughs> Eagles fan, bro. I, I, just, I was in tears when they when they beat us, man. And just so I take this to heart. So payback. Payback. We pull it off. Payback. Definitely. Yeah. So what we do want to do, man, before we get out of here. We want to shoot you some rapid fire questions and just some, okay. you know, some choice questions. Kind of see where you stand on some things, man. Yeah. So, you know, here we go. I, I want to start out with this one, the popular one. MJ or LeBron? LeBron, easy. <laughs> easy LeBron. money. Okay, LeBron. okay. Okay, you got PS4 or Xbox? PS4. 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 Yeah. Gatorade or Powerade? I'm gonna have to go with Powerade. You seem a little uh, Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. I don't, man. To be honest with you, I haven't had Pepsi or Coke in like ten years, man. Oh wow, seriously, that's, that's amazing. Seriously, hey, yeah. that's a test. That's a testament to the work, brother. Yes, yeah, bro. testament to the work. <laughs> yeah, I've had. Yeah. It. I, if I did though, I I'd probably just say Coca Cola because my dad drink that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. One question I have to ask. Okay, go ahead. In your headphones, game time. What you was your top three that you got playing in your ear? Uh, Meek Mill, Meek Mill, and Meek Mill. Okay. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. That's the Philly background. Yeah, man. That's all we listen to. Is Meek. That's that East Coast. Yeah. That's all we listen to. All right. On the PS, on the PS4, Madden or 2K? 
Madden. I'm not a 2K guy. I, I can get more. I feel like it's more real when it when it when it when when the Madden's involved. I feel like 2K is all gamble. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, dudes, you dudes missing shots, dudes making crazy <laughs> shots. Like I, I feel like Madden more realistic. What's what's, yes, your, what's your best game in PS4, Madden? I probably I I'm a big fan of the GTA series though. Like I've been okay. playing oh, yeah. Auto like since like PlayStation Two. Right. You know. Oh so, yeah. I'm actually I don't even the I don't even own this, a console anymore. I just play my friends. You know, he got his downstairs. But uh, when I did, I had the, the PlayStations and all. But I, I played Grand Theft Auto every time it came out. I either go grab a console or grab when the next game came out for the GTA. So right. yeah. that's probably a game that I like. <laughs> okay. So, so let me ask: Who was the greatest, Mike Jackson, Tyson, or Jordan? You gotta go, Michael Jackson, man. Oh. I mean, you—he—he is—he's the the best entertainer in history, he, by far. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got to, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. Man, I come from a, a household who, who mom like, my mom. When I say my mom cried for days when, when Michael Jackson died, like. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Serious. Man, it's, it's serious. So. So if they Mike saw is that, Mike is that guy. They saw this interview and you don't pick Michael Jackson, you. Mom's gonna have a couple You're in trouble. You. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson, but what I'm telling you though, he the goat, man. Michael uh, Jackson, absolutely. Definitely. Now we got seafood or steak. Oh, seafood. Every, I could eat seafood all day. What's your favorite? If if you had to, what one final dish? What what you got? Well, one final dish. Either shrimp, shrimp, lobster, or um, or scallops. Scallops. Okay. You can you can mix that up any way you want to. That's what I'm going out with. I'm I'm too country to get with that, so I'm gonna let y'all East Coast folks have Love you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. And my final one, Drake or Lil Wayne. I gotta go, with Lil Wayne, man. People people Weez. might hate, people might hate me, but I think Lil Wayne is the best rapper ever. Okay, even yeah. above, above Jay Z. Yeah. Oh. I, I, Personally, I believe, man, from culturally, like changing the game culturally and just metaphors and lyrics, it's, it's Lil Wayne, man. So I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to ask you a tough one then. Game day, you have one choice. Meek Mill, Lil Wayne. I got to go Meek, though. It's just like, <laughs> he gets you ready. Meek is like, it's just, Meek is. He gets you hyped. I, mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. It's like my enemy is like Meek Mill. The best ever, but like respectively speaking to all rappers, like I'll go with Lil right. Wayne. Absolutely. Lil right. Wayne, before Meek was here, Lil Wayne was my guy. Like Right. But, yes, uh, sir. Yeah, man. They both got some great catalog though. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So hey, we're gonna wrap it up and, and finish it up. Hey, I do appreciate it. You wanna shout out anybody or anything that's going on. Shout out my son, man, Khalil Jr., you know, my family. Shout out y'all, man, for even having me. Uh, you know, shout out God because without him, none, none of this is possible. Absolutely. So, yes, sir. Yes, again, sir. Man, I, I appreciate y'all for letting me on here and speak, speak my mind, man. No yes, sir. Appreciate it. Again, we were joined by my man, Khalil Rogers. This is www.killthatnoise.com. I'm the Cameron McMath. My man, Joe Son. Big ups to Khalil. Hey, yes. tune in next time.
If you enjoyed the content, please make sure to drop a thumbs up. Also, please make sure to subscribe for all your latest sports news. Please visit us on the web, www.killthatnoise.com. Signing out.